What up? It's your boy Tommy G with episode 20 of the No Mercy podcast. I'm joined today by MLB model. Me and Rob talk about all the preseason totals, over-unders, futures bets that we put in our articles. Give a little mid-season report on how those are doing and if we should hedge any of those, including the Todd Gurley props that are all plus 1,000 to 2,000 that are smashing right now. Uh, we go into a lot of the props that you guys could take from this point forward. So we talked about odds to win the Super Bowl, divisional props, NFC, uh, went into some Twitter questions where people were asking us everything from you know teaser strategies to stock trading advice to life advice. Talked about Rob's Twitter, as we always do. And of course, we went into week nine and started taking a first look at this upcoming gambling slate. Gave a couple bets out for this week nine activity. So make sure to subscribe and download. Click subscribe. That is important. A lot of you are asking when the pods are dropping. If you subscribe, it will automatically download into your playlist. So click that subscribe button. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all over the place. But you're already listening, so you already know that. So without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It is your early week preview of this week nine NFL slate from a gambling perspective. I am joined today by my dude, MLB model. How are you doing, Robert? I'm just not used to seeing you this early in the week, dude. How do I look? You always say I look like shit or I look good. I only looked... I you only know, looked I, good. There's nothing special about you today. You don't look like shit. You don't look great. I mean, I just like normal. Just like normal, by my yeah. standards. Yeah. Did you get fucked up last night or no? No, it's good. Okay. I watched a documentary about serial killers. A okay. few of them. I'm pretty balls deep in this new show I'm watching, uh, The Man in the High Castle. Okay. Uh, that's going pretty well. It's actually probably the only show I've seen in a really long time where season two is actually significantly better than season one. It's so rare, I, isn't it? Yeah, it's very rare because I was almost given up on it. Like, I liked it. It's one of those shows that, like, it's it's interesting. Like, I it kept my attention for the first season. Then in the second season, I was starting to, like, just kind of get sick of it. But then mm-hmm. it started to, to kick into gear. So uh, I feel like it's, I'm actually excited for the third season now. So that's been eating a lot of my time. Uh, we had the Red Sox win a boatload of money for the G-Man in the World Series. How did you feel about that, Robert? Your Dodgers taking a dick in the ass. Yeah, not fucking great. I mean, I knew it was coming. It was inevitable. Uh, I really thought they could steal maybe one more at home, but uh, yeah, better team won. What can I say? Well, you know, well, the, uh, the Guru Elite subscribers who followed the G-Man in the World Series made 17.65 units on World Series alone, and uh, we hit our Red Sox in five prop. I thought the J.D. Martinez prop, I still think that was bullshit because I know Pierce won it. I know he hit a couple home runs in the last game, but if you really look at it, that series was won in the first two games. That that series was over after game two, and that was all J.D. I don't think Pierce had a hit in the first two games. But they never so, awarded an MVP based off the first one. I know. It's so stupid, though. I mean, I, I had it ranked J.D. Martinez because we had a J.D. Martinez plus 600 prop. So I had it ranked J.D. Martinez because he basically set the tone, won them one of the first two games, was very influential in the other one, and hit a homer in the clincher. So in three of the four winning games, he hit a big homer or had a big game. And then I thought you could have argued Price being the other guy over Pierce, and they gave it to Pierce. I mean, it's kind of 
What have you done for me lately, I guess? Yeah, he, he, my top he did three the was Price, Pierce, and then JD. So I think JD was third. Yeah, I, I probably have. I never know when my bias is too deep, but maybe it's just because I thought JD was locked up after game two. He really did nothing in a couple of those games. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was good. So uh, real quick, just a quick plug for Guru Elite. We are just fucking slaughtering the world right now. Um, and I'll have you kick in a little bit about the basketball side, Rob, because you're, you're active a lot. I'm going to be getting into the basketball picking on our basketball package. Uh, usually around January is when I fly in, sometimes late December. Uh, I'm really just college basketball. I don't bet any NBA. So once we get a month or so into college basketball and NFL starts to wind down, that's when you'll see me go full board fire mode in NCAA, which happened last year. So you guys want to get in before that. But um, right now we have our basketball betting package, which is eighty nine ninety seven for the whole entire season. Uh, next, I'm sorry, it's not for the whole entire season. It expires one twenty one nineteen. So you're going to get that through January twenty first, two thousand nineteen. So you got a few months left of that. Uh, Preston's been killing it over there. All the guys are doing great, right? Yeah, everybody's just firing. And uh, I've been a little slow to start. The the NBA season started really really fast, and the uh, paces were really up. Like. 103% of what they were last year. So I needed some time to regress. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Preston's up like 12 units on the year. And, you know, you got Hefe in there firing, DC in there firing, Preston, me. Uh, sounds kind of funny, but Golf Man, who's kind of like MLB model, is good at everything, but has mm-hmm. the name Golf Man. So right. he's in there <laughs> firing. Uh, and, and our dude Benny Ricciardi has been in there firing. So just a lot of sharp NF- NBA action. Uh, yeah, and it's, action. and it's interesting too, because early in the season, it's usually hard, right? We say this with every season, the first couple weeks of the season. I mean, I haven't had a losing week in NFL since week three, but I got bludgeoned in week two and week three, right? So, you, you know, it takes some time. It takes a few weeks to kind of see what's going on. You notice that thing about the totals in the NBA all flying over the total. So there's some edges, I guess, there, but it takes a little time. But really, on a whole, no one's down big on the whole side. Everyone's either even or you have, you know, guys like Jeff Collins and then really sports cheetah Preston, who's 24 and 10 up 12 units um that's that's pretty impressive 24 and 10 to start the season and we know preston gets better as the seasons go on so nba uh that's the basketball betting package over there obviously we also have the football betting package which has plenty of time left that doesn't expire until january 21st either it's only 117 bucks it's 19.99 a week for all these you could do a seven day pass but uh but we're just slaying earth i mean i started off up 12 units, then I lost a bunch. I am currently up 40 units, 81, 56, and 4, and I don't think that's including the two wins last night on the Packers, on the uh, Patriots. So I'm either 81, 56, and 4, or 83, 57, and 4. Either way, that's a pretty good winning percentage considering I've fired in 150 bets already in just eight weeks. Dude, it's fucking uh, ridiculous. It's you insane. You how ridiculous that is? 40 People units? don't, yeah, uh, 40 ridiculous. units at this point in the season is, is absurd. It's a, it's absurd, and it's I'm just locked in this year in NFL. Uh, just absolutely fucking locked in in NFL. Um, you're up uh, a couple units. Sports Cheat is up eight units. Jeff's up. Draft Cheat's up. Jeff Collins is up. FG Broly is 59 and 49, and Golfman Pauly is 75 and 69. We don't have a single person that's providing content on our NFL side that is losing. We don't have a single person that's in the red right now. And we have people firing left and right. So the way to use that content, get in there. Get in on that VIP package if you're not already. You're fucking insane if you're not in this. Because it also includes Mad Lab and his MMA bets. He's hitting at a 78% clip. 
$78. just for that. I would literally cut off my, uh, what toe would I cut off? I cut off my pinky toe for Mad Labs, for right. Mad Labs picks. I make more money betting Mad Labs picks than I do almost doing anything else. I mean, the yeah, percentage wise. Yeah. I mean, he's, and then golf man's included in that too. The golf package. Golfman just hit a 60 to 1 winner again this weekend. The dude seems like every two weeks he's fucking knocking down a yeah. 60 to 1 winner. Yeah. MMA and golf are free in that package. So you're getting you're getting all the football stuff I just told you about plus Preston's college football in there who's been slight I mean it's like it's it's literally the best deal on the market. If you do the VIP for 11797 right now, uh, we just lowered that price today. So if you get that pack, it's less than $10 a week. Rob, less than $10 a week. I would say any one of us individually is worth $10 a week, let alone that whole entire team. And then we can't forget Night Ghost over there with the NHL, who's running our NHL sports betting. You could buy the NHL package separately. Night Ghost lives in the chat, absolutely lives in the fucking chat. He's up eight units on the year, and the season just started. So everyone's fucking winning over here. In the words of me and Rappaport on our Fantasy Follies, we're winning over here. So get the fuck over. Um... Let's get into some props here because I wanted to do this, Rob. Right. We'll go over your Twitter. Yep. Uh, I want to talk about some of the props. It's a midseason report, right? We're at week eight heading into week nine, so we're dead in the middle of the season. So unlike everyone else out there who just says a lot of shit and never goes back to it, me and Rob put all our props in writing before the season started. So they're all here. We're going to give you guys some props, so don't go anywhere because me and Rob have spent the last two hours on the phone identifying some amazing props that you guys could bet for the second half of the season. Um, and what I want to do before we tell you to sign up for our package and bet those, because we're going to be putting those in the package, here's, here's a little review of what we've done so far. So to start the season, Rob, let's go through yours first, okay? Right. Yep. So uh, you put in five props before the season. If you guys go on the drop down under NFL, it's the Tommy G full service package that I did before the season started, which had DFS, it had gambling, it had all that in it. So these are all in writing, time stamped in there. So uh, your first one, Rob, you had Big Ben most passing yards plus 1,000. I have that same bet, Big Ben plus 1,000. Uh, I got it plus 850, so you got it plus 1,000. Um, right now, he's second in the league in yards per game. So he's had his buy already, so the numbers look the raw numbers look a little off because he has had his buy, but he's second in the league. You feeling good about that one? Yeah, I'm feeling great. And, you know, I made that bet assuming uh, Bell played this season, and so Connor's probably chewed in that a little bit uh, just being such a good running back. But that, what did it make sense about that prop? I remember the specific conversation we had is A.B. and fucking Juju. Right, I mean, Juju's. Come on, man. That, that was great value, plus 1,000. I feel pretty good about it. I mean, he may not get there, but the value was there. Uh, what would you say? He's getting second in the NFL per game? Yeah, he yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he yeah I mean, he's right there. He's four yards off Matt Ryan. So right now it's him versus Matt Ryan. You know, obviously there's people behind him that can come up, but that's plus a thousand. So that's looking good. Uh, these are a unit each. So just one unit each on all these. So you did five. So if you hit that one alone right there, bang, you're up 15 units. Me and you both fucking destroyed, smashed, like wrote next to it. Um, the Todd Gurley thing. I have Todd Gurley plus 2000 to win the MVP. Think about that, people. Before the season started. Me and Rob were screaming on a mountaintop to everyone who would listen that Todd Gurley plus 2,000 is the most ridiculous line. Next to it, I wrote, this line is ridiculous and it's my favorite value. So plus 2,000 for Gurley to win the MVP, Rob. Me and you both have that. And he's plus 200 right now. So that line value is insane. A lot of our subs have that bet because um, we pounded it to him. 
So talk to me, and then we'll dovetail into what Gurley did this weekend. I think it's a good time to talk about that. But first, tell me, are you hedging this right now? Because the way I look at it, you can bet Mahomes plus 150. So right now you have Mahomes plus 150 for the rest of the year. You have Todd Gurley plus 200. So I'm sitting on 1,800 points of value. Uh, Right. You can't see me right now, and you probably don't want to, but I just got wood hitting the bottom of got my a, desk. because got a big fucking boner right now. <laughs> There's nothing more I like than lied value. So you can literally sell this ticket at plus 2,000. The market's at, what'd you say? Plus, plus 200. Fuck. So, yeah, we're sitting on 1,800 points of value. This is an instance where I will hedge this play. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your team no hedge a lot of times, Tommy. I don't know. I am, but I'm also a big Mahomes guy now. I wasn't early on. I wasn't buying I was in going. until I saw those three or four three or four weeks. But listen, unlike everyone else out there, I don't just fucking get on a hill and die on it. If I'm wrong, I'll admit I'm wrong. And I, I was wrong. I, I thought Mahomes would be great. I just didn't think he'd be this great this soon. So I, I flipped. I'm 100% going to hedge a little bit um, on Mahomes. I only have about 300 bucks on it. So it's going to pull back about six grand. So... Yeah, I'm probably well, going to throw about, yeah, you know, I'll throw like 500 bucks on Mahomes. I'd say we're, we're we're at some risk here with this bet of cashing it because Mahomes is. Actually, I'm sorry. I have 600 bucks on it. I'm looking at it now. I did 300 on two separate lines. Oh, so oh, I got nice. to, to win to win 12,000. Yeah, I, I got enough on it to win 10. Um, so there is some risk here of this not cashing. I'm going to take advantage of having plus 2,000, mm-hmm. and I'm going to smash down uh, a few thousand bucks maybe. And uh, Mahomes here at plus 150, uh, hedge out, you know, a third of my position or something. Uh, to where I do, the way I, where I'm betting through, this is my problem. I might need to call Cheetah, but um, where I'm betting through, I got capped at like three, 400 bucks per prop. So I'm either going to need to jump around and find some other places to put this down. Um, but yeah, that plus 150 seems right. I would say this, Rob, because since we had one unit to win 20, and then if you do five units on, Mahomes to win 7.5 and then you do maybe even one unit on Drew Brees plus 500 to win five that basically the breakdown of this just quick math if Gurley wins it you're going to win 14 units if Mahomes wins it you're going to win five and a half units and if Brees wins it you're going to win you're going to basically break even yeah I mean put it this way Tommy if you lose money if you're holding Gurley right now plus 2,000 or or, which you should be if, if you're you not, you're not money, a subscriber. You have fucked this up. You should not. I, I just right. can't advocate you holding that ticket and not hedging out right. some. And you should win money no matter what happens at this point. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll probably try and get down a couple grand. You'll probably go three or four grand. I'm probably going to try and get two grand down on it. Just root my ass off. Philip Rivers, most interceptions, um, plus 1,400. It was a long shot. That one's dead. He's only got three. Uh, so that'll be a unit lost. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, most rushing yards, plus 285. He's second in the league right now. You know? So... Can't really be too upset about that. Gurley's number one, but I don't think you'll be too upset if Gurley wins the rushing title simply because you want that MVP prop more than you want that Zeke prop. Yeah, and listen, at plus 285 and they have him in second place, I'm perfectly fine with that bet. Right, that's fine. Um, Brady, most passing touchdowns, plus 500. It's kind of dead. I think he's sitting on 16, and Mahomes is at like 26. Yeah, so good. you would need – I think Luck is at 23. Mahomes is the problem. You probably need a Mahomes injury there um, in order to get that. But that's fine. So you got two losers for a unit each. That's minus two units. You got Zeke, which is live still because he's in second. Uh, and then you have Gurley for 20 units and Ben for 10 units. So this looks like you're going to have a profitable run no matter what. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You I know? Think so so um, just to read off mine, mine's a little longer as is the norm. I, I probably do five bets to 10 bets for every one of Rob's. So um, 
This is I'm kind of impressed with myself here, though, because the midseason review on the team totals that I gave to the subs that they should all have. Eagles under 10 and a half. They're four and four. That's a winner. Bills under six. They're two and six. That's going to be a winner. Cowboys under eight and a half. They're three and four. That looks like a winner. Rams over 10. They're eight. No, that looks like a winner. Saints over nine and a half. They're six and one. That looks like a winner. Colts under seven and a half. They're three and five. So they're on pace to win. Jets over six. They're three and four. They're on pace to push or win. Uh, I lost the Jags over nine. I'm writing it off. Basically, they're three and five. They'd need to go what six and six and two the rest of the way. I don't think that's happening. Uh, and then I'm definitely writing off San Francisco over eight and a half. Um, that's definitely a loss. <laughs> that was Garoppolo based. Obviously, once Garoppolo down, went down, I knew that was dead. And then the ones that are kind of pushing right now, Bucks under six and a half. They're three and four. So we'll see how this Fitzmagic experiment goes. But they got to win four more games for me to lose that uh, over the next nine. And then the Titans under eight, they're three and four. So that one's looking pretty good. I'm pretty confident in that Titans one. I don't think they're going to get to nine wins to give me the L. Nah, you'll win that. So if, if you look at it now, I'm basically trending towards seven, two, and two, uh, if you call those last two pushes. So that would be plus five units on that. The divisional winners that I put in, Jags to win the AFC plus 160 is probably going to be a loser. Giants to win the AFC plus 400 is definitely going to be a loser. Mm. Um, the parentheses, though, I said I'm down mm. on the Eagles a bit, so there's value here. The, everything else worked out. It's the worst division in football, right? Like, I was right that it was going to be a bad division. It's just the Giants are really, really, <laughs> really, really bad. So that's a fucking big fat L for me. Uh, Vikings to win the NFC North. That's live. Uh, we can't predict that yet. And then Saints to win the NFC South plus 120. Uh, that's looking great. And the Rams to win the NFC West minus 185. That's looking great. So zero units on that one. Uh, winning the conference, I have the Rams, Vikings, and Saints all between plus 450 and plus 650. Looks like one of those should win in the Steelers. Super Bowl odds, Robert. Rams plus 1,000. Like it. That's, that's looking pretty testy, like tasty it. right now. I think they're what right now? Do you know what they are right now? Uh, I can tell you in a second. Uh, I have it here. Let me see. Rams. So I think last time I saw the Rams were like plus 250. Yeah, they're plus 300, plus 300, right. plus 260, something like right. that. Right, so I got plus 1,000. So that's that's some... You can't really hedge that, though. That's the problem. Tom, they opened at plus 1,800 somewhere. My God. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, I got it at 1,000. Nice. But I also have the Steelers at 1,000, which seems about on par. Then I have Rams versus Steelers Super Bowl matchup plus 2,800. So if your Steelers, Robert, could fucking pull it please, together and make please. a deep run, that would be pretty insane. Uh, what My biggest bet of the entire article was Saquon Barkley plus 150 for Rookie of the Year. That was That was like a misprint. Like... How are you giving Saquon plus money for rookie of the year? So I think he's I think he's like minus 600 right now or something probably. Or, or he should be if he's not. But that one should win. Yeah. Um, MVP props, the girly we just mentioned. Most rushing touchdowns. I have girly plus 1,000, Rob. How many does he have? You know what I mean? A million. Right? You got a million. <laughs> I think he has 1,000. Yeah. So that one looks like a lock. That's fucking nine-unit winner there. Most receiving touchdowns. Hopkins plus 900 is still live. Gronk's dead. Uh, most passing touchdowns, I have Brady plus 400 and Ben plus 1,000. Both those are dead. Those are losers. Most rushing yards, Gurley plus 600. He's got 200 more rushing yards than the field right now. That's a fucking nice little fucking five-unit winner there. Le'Veon Bell plus 550. That one didn't work out. Well. Uh, most receiving yards, DeAndre Hopkins is 130 off Thielen. I have him at plus 675. Uh, Michael Thomas is dead now pretty much. Most passing yards, Breeze is pretty much dead. And then the Ben we just talked about. And then Dirk Cutter, plus 420 to be the first coach fired. Just lost that with Hugh Jackson. So overall, 41 bets. 
Um, if things go the way they should, it's plus 27 units. If Gurley wins the MVP, it's plus 44 units. And if the Pittsburgh can get to the Super Bowl or do anything, it could be plus 100 units um, if they play the Rams. So nice. I'm looking at plus 27. You're looking at probably plus 20, 27. Just fucking par for the course, Robert. That's what we do. Now, that's impressive, Tommy. For you to fire this many picks, I'm just looking at your list up and down. Jesus, man. Yeah, that was forty something preseason props, and we're gonna we're gonna basically probably double our money on it. Yeah. So the, the big surprise, though, man, is the Jags. We were both so high on the Jags. You had them over nine. You had them to win the AFC South. Yep. They fucking suck, man. Yeah, I mean that's uh, I'm I'm writing that off. That one's still got like it's still barely breathing, fucking twitching on the floor. Ah, it's dead. But I'm writing it off. It's dead. I just wrote it up as a loss in the article there. So. Um, you have a little issue with KG, the bod over there. What's going on with you and the bod? You and the bod are going back and forth, it seems. Like you have your own little sibling rivalry, and he's my sibling. So, I said sibling and, yeah, and rivalry. Sibling rivalry. I got a message for the bod. Oh, do you? Yeah. His last podcast, he said he had the bodies, his fan group, the bodies. And that the bodies were come gonna come beat up the MLB model. The body, let uh, the bodies. You know what I floor. need? I, the MLB model fans need a, a a name. I'm gonna have to sit they down do. and think of a name because he's he's got a, the bodies is pretty good. I, it I is pretty good. Curve. He's That's, pretty creative. He's sneaky. He's low key sharp. That's not bad. The bodies, but I, you know, Kurt, buddy, you picked a war with the wrong guy. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for all the bodies. I'm gonna rally the MLB <laughs> modelers. Let the hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor MLB modelers that doesn't work I don't know I'm gonna think of a fucking name <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna need to do what you always do Rob you're gonna need to head to Twitter and have your four fans fucking think of a name because you're not as creative as we are <laughs> so I'm coming for you though Kurt I'm coming for yeah. you I heard we're what you have, said we're gonna have you and Kurt on a pod we'll call it the bottle pod MLB <laughs> bottle <laughs> The bodies, okay. fucking the bodies, the bodies coming are coming you. for you on Halloween. The zombies are coming at your ass. <laughs> so we mentioned Gurley a minute ago, dropping down. For those of you that missed it, Todd Gurley um, at the end of that game, the Rams were going in the score to cover the spread, cover the over, and Todd Gurley basically took a knee uh, at like the three yard line, which was the right football play. But Rob, you were livid, dude. I think I don't know if I told you uh, on the side how much money that cost me, but it was it was a lot of money. And uh, when he broke free, I jumped up off my couch. I'm fucking screaming. Yeah, because I had dude, I had four or five teasers with the fucking right. I had all these. Two, I, had, I lost the teaser minus two and a half. I think I had five. All jeez, oh, pending tease down six all pending on that girly fucking score. And so when he took the knee, please tell me you would have won the teaser if you did a seven point teaser. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I needed it. I needed it. I needed it. I, I, uh-huh. I, I will give you that satisfaction. But listen, man, when he took that fucking knee, he cost me, it, it was tens of thousands of dollars and I just went fucking ballistic. So here's my message. Here's my fucking message, man. He made the right football play. Okay. I'll give him that. But mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about the football play. I don't give a fuck about his team. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you have an obligation. Your obligation is to me and the rest of us assholes that pay your salary via gambling. Nobody's going to watch your fucking ass without gambling. And you take a goddamn knee. And then I think he even had the nerve to say, oh, I don't care about my, fan- my fantasy and my 
Fuck you, man. This isn't about you. This isn't about your football team. It's about and me. He's probably hurting you a little bit on the MVP prop. That extra touchdown there would have would have given him a little extra boost for the I MVP even prop. Factor that in yet? God yeah. damn it! Yo, and he's hurting me a little bit on that fucking uh, touchdown prop I have for him. Rushing touchdown we just spoke about. I think uh, by the way, we're gonna give you guys some second half props. I just wanted to get this out of the way. So, uh, so yeah, Gurley dropping down. I didn't care that much because I ended up teasing down. Um, the Rams kind of midweek, I put that in when it was under nine and a half because I thought it would get to 10 and I wanted that two and a half on the teaser. Mm. But by the end of the week, I started moving heavy onto Green Bay after I was doing my DFS analysis. So I had more Green Bay plus 19 than I did Rams minus two and a half, as was also in the article. So um, I didn't really care, but I was happy, Rob, when it happened because wow. one, I love watching players do the right thing, have have game sense, and have football sense. So it made me happy to see Gurley do the right thing, which should have been done. Because what all you fucking idiots, Rob, are failing to realize, he was only rushing for a touchdown because the Packers let him score. They were trying to let him score. So you basically, they should have never tried to let him score in a real world, and he should have scored in a real world if it was a regular play. So... You did get lucky by them trying to let him score and do the right thing. And then he got fucked by him not scoring and doing the right thing. So in my world, the scales balance out. They weren't trying to let him score. They yeah, they were. No. They fucking they dove out of his way. Dude, they they, why did they tackle him? They, they parted. Because the, at that point, they had to because he was standing there. You're obviously not going down. And you don't want to let him kill another 20 seconds of clock. I'm so. him in the end zone. The yeah, that would have been great, dude, if they carried him into the end zone. <laughs> Imagine that. Like two guys just come and pick him up. What's what the happens then? There? That's a be- touchdown. Got to be a touchdown. If he doesn't go down and they come, like, how do you not do that? Like that, they need teams need to start doing that. That would have been amazing if he picked him up, and the lineman came and just picked him up and carried him in the end zone. That's what they should have did. That would have been. That's who you should be mad at. You should be mad at the defensive linemen and linebackers on the Packers. I'm mad for not thinking to pick Gurley up and walk him into the end zone like a child. Um, So we got Halloween coming here, Robert, and uh, I want to get to at some point here your Halloween story. Um, you said you have a good one, but first I want to fucking do some of our props, but All remind right. me to ask you, you told me you have a good Halloween story right. where you had the shit scared out of you. So I want to make sure to get that. So remind me of that, okay. but let's go into some props that people could put down now. Mm-hmm. So those of you who were not involved at guru elite, by the way, Oh, another thing on that girly touchdown, him falling. Mm-hmm. It actually was good for guru elite because Jeff Collins and draft cheat both locked in a hundred thousand dollar profit on that run. I think Collins won three seats. I think Draft Cheat won a couple seats. Uh, both hit for a hundred thousand dollars. Guruleet.com. We're talking to you about gambling. This is a gambling podcast. We just destroy everything. Like we just have more talent here than anyone else has, than anyone else in the industry. And you can get in on the NFL DFS show. Draft Cheat and Jeff Collins do a show every Sunday morning. They've been just white hot, awesome. white hot on fire. Um, we have the content only plan, which is sixty nine ninety seven for the rest of the season, uh, and then we have the VIP, which includes the optimizer, which is one seventeen ninety seven rest of the season, uh, thirty four bucks a month or forty nine bucks a month. So, uh, listen, whatever you're trying to do, we're winning over here. That's that's the bottom line. So, I uh, just wanted to give them a shout out. Congratulations to Jeff and DC. Uh, just be careful on Twitter for the next couple weeks because whenever Jeff and DC win a lot of money, they start destroying the earth on Twitter. So they're probably going to go out. This probably isn't a good week to make fun of them or go at them. So I'm going to be very nice and respectful so I don't get killed on Twitter. Nice. Um, Super Bowl props. What do you see that's interesting right now, Rob? What could we put down on that you think has some value? Uh, well, I mean, 
this seems really chalky, and it, it is. But well, I'm, you want—I mean, you can be chalky on these things because you're plus money it's all at chalk. Plus money. I, I'm putting money on the Rams. Um, uh, about plus three hundred, it looks like a few places. So I'll have some money down on the Rams. Uh, I too like the Steelers, although I am going to bet them at a little better price than you do at plus sixteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, obviously they didn't have quite right. A hard yeah, start, no, so. I've lost some value on that one. Uh, so I'll be happy to grab that one. And then um, sort of a longer shot I'm looking at, and you're gonna you're gonna probably laugh at me when I say this. Um, how about New Orleans? I mean, a lot of people yeah. are talking about them. Uh-huh. I, I'm a little higher on them than a lot, I think. They're plus 700 right now. Plus 810 at bet now. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit here about some places. Uh, my bookie, five dimes, bet now. A lot of these places that you guys go to put your props in. There's some drastic differences on lines at these places. So, you know, I know your regular action. You know, we always tell you guys my bookie is the greatest place to go for all that. And you should use promo code Guru Elite. Uh, go there or if you got a local or if you live in Vegas or whatever. But when it comes to futures, Rob, I tend to shop around. Mm-hmm. I shop around a ton, and I'll give you some examples. Like this game alone right here, this team alone. The Saints are plus 700 at bet online. They're plus 725 at five dimes, 700 at sports betting, and plus 810 at bet now. So, you know, being that you're capped on props at most of these places to begin with, you know, I'm not getting down five grand on this. You know, preseason, I jump around everywhere. But right now, you know, I'll probably shop around. So plus 810, I'm seeing is the best line on the Saints. I like that, Rob. I think that's good value, but I have I have I have a better lock and then a better long shot. You ready? Okay. For some reason, there is still no respect for the Kansas City Chiefs on all these props. My favorite prop of the entire season is going to come up in a minute when I tell you about it. But right now you have the Kansas City Chiefs at plus six hundred to win the Super Bowl. I mean, this is the cakewalk rat road is through the AFC. You have the you have the fucking Patriots and you have the Steelers, I guess. You're a Steelers fan and I have a little Steelers bias, so I kind of like them. But I mean, really outside of that, it's a lot of Texans and Bengals and Chargers, you know, teams that you're not really that afraid of that the Chiefs should run through. So you're really sitting here thinking if the Chiefs can knock off the Patriots, they already are a better team than the Steelers. So they're better than the Patriots technically, but they don't have the pedigree. So you can get this Chiefs plus 600 there and New England plus 600. You can get both of those. New England's plus 305 at bet now, plus 560 at five dimes. Uh, what are they at on my book? You leave my bookie up, and I'll go off this grid so you can tell me there. But right now, plus 600 at bet online and five dimes. That's a big number, Rob. Plus 600 for the Patriots, plus 600 for the Chiefs, especially for someone like me who already has a unit on the Steelers. I can cover everything there with plus 600 or more on all three of those plays, and that's I'm inherently hedged. Yeah, they're plus 550 at my bookie. I don't hate the plays. I don't think the Chiefs win the AFC West, though, Tommy. Shut up. I swear to God. You want Why? action on that? I don't think they win the yes. AFC West. I want all the action on that. I'm looking at all the L's that are left on their schedule, and uh, I think they I think they don't win the AFC West. I think they're overperforming at 7-1. and one. Uh, Mahomes has to regress some. Where are these L's on their schedule? Uh, okay. I looked so, at, dude, we're on complete good. opposite sides on this. Okay. Good. So, good. So, so let's talk about that because this okay. was one of my favorite bets, um, that you're going to see was Kansas city chiefs is minus 600 at my bookie. Okay. 
So they're minus 600 to win the division. Marcus, obviously, is a big Chiefs guy over there. But they're minus 113 at five dimes. So they're basically almost even money and minus 250 at bet now. Mm -hmm. So I am opening an account at five dimes just to hit that 113. I don't have an account there, and you can't see the lines without it. So I'm going off a different site, Odd Shark, and a couple of these other sites that actually list all of them. So I'm assuming these aren't stale numbers and these are live. I, no, that's so, my that's my biggest bet going forward is going to be the Chiefs minus one thirteen. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to have a big play on the Chargers in this division. What are we doing, Rob? I'm going to have a our... big play on the Chargers of this division at plus two fifty, no, plus three seventy five, something like that. Uh, I, I like the Chargers to win the division. I don't like KC to win division. I like the odds that I'm getting on that. Okay. I okay. Rather... I, do you want to bet? Me and you will do a thousand bucks on this. Do you okay. want to do? Um, if you want to do the Chargers, mm-hmm. I'll give you the I'll book your Chargers bet for five hundred. All right, and then you can have those odds with me. So okay. I'll give you twelve fifty for five hundred. Or we could do a Kansas City versus the Chargers bet. Denver just basically gave up on their team. By the way, there is some big trade news that's going on right now as we're recording this because the deadline will take place once we finish recording and the dust won't all settle. We'll spend a lot of time talking about that this coming week. I'm gonna have Jeff Manns on the podcast tomorrow most likely, and then Evan Silva is going to be making an appearance this week too. So two big DFS and fantasy bangers. So I'm not going to waste your time with fucking dumb Rob over here talking fantasy implications. But from a betting perspective, uh, that's a pretty big deal. Golden Tate going to the Eagles, which was my long shot I was Mm -hmm. just going to mention, and and Thomas going over to the Houston Texans, which I don't think is an upgrade because Fuller was amazing, but they had a huge drop-off when Fuller got hurt. So at least – they kind of neutralized that fuller situation to keep them live uh, in the AFC contention. So how did you want to bet this? Did you want to go Kansas City versus the Chargers and I lay a little bit to you? Or did you want me to just book your Chargers? No, I want to book Chargers action. 500 to win 1,200. Why don't we just book each other? I'll bet 1,250 to win 500 on the Chiefs, book through you, and then I'll book your Chargers. So we'll double it up. All right, good. All right. Booked. And then watch, watch fucking Denver go win the division. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're, all right. So we're booking that. So yeah, that was that was where I was gonna go. My favorite bet on the slate is Kansas City. I don't see the schedule you're talking about, Rob. They play the fucking Browns next week. Then they play the Cardinals. Those are two wins. Week eleven is gonna be just fucking porn with them versus the Rams. Then they play the Raiders. It's a win. Then they play the Ravens, which they should win, but that's a tough game. Chargers, tough game. And then they should beat the Raiders again. And then the Seahawks. So. Yeah, so, I mean, so it's not Rams, exactly... Ravens, Chargers, Seahawks, right? Right, Rams, Ravens, Chargers, Seahawks, but you're also mixing in Browns, Cardinals, Raiders, Raiders, right? So you're basically handing them four wins to put them at 11-1. and one. And then, I mean, let's say they split those other two games. They're going to end the season with three losses. The Chargers already have two, right? And they've already, if I'm not mistaken, have they played the Chargers? Uh, uh, they they play, already, yeah, they, they already beat what? the Chargers, so... They play uh, week 14. Right. So they already beat the Chargers once, so it's going to come down to that game there. But the Chargers got at Seahawks, Broncos, at Steelers, Bengals, at Chiefs, Ravens, at Broncos, and Mile High. You're, you're, you lost this, Rob. Just take your take, take your Take your fucking L here. I'm going to roll with it. Take your fucking L here. You're done. <laughs> um, all right, another one, Philly plus 2,000. That might be pulled down now. Um, I put it in earlier when we were looking at it. Philly plus 2,000. I really like that. That was before Golden Tate, so I don't know if they pulled those odds down. What will happen is if you'll bet that now, they're probably going to cancel your bet. Yeah, I don't know how drastically it's going to move it. It may move them to plus 19, 1,800 or something like that. But um, I do think that's a great long shot play. Green Bay and Philly plus 2,000 and plus 2,000. 
Um, and I do like your Saints plus 800. So we're on the same page with all these props going forward. Um, those those would be the ones that I might throw, you know, a third of a unit on or something like that, Philly and Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, AFC Championship, obviously, are going to be very similar to the Super Bowl odds, but, you know, usually about cut in half. So Kansas City plus 220 at my bookie. If you're a Kansas City mark, draft cheat should be putting his life savings on this, but my bookie is giving plus 220 for KC and plus 180 for the Pats, plus 850 for Pittsburgh, plus 1600 for Baltimore is also interesting. Those are so, all dead money. I don't see how New England doesn't wrap that thing up. Yeah, so I mean, you get New England at plus 180. Yeah, no, I think that, it's great. that's I think New that's the bet you should hammer. Then I'm not, I'm not on that team. I think Kansas City surpasses them this year, but um, yeah, you should go bang that round plus 180 on the on the Pats. Here's here's an interesting one. This is. This is my favorite bet also. I said there was two that were just jumping off the page, screaming at my face. You're going to 100% co-sign this one, Rob. New England Patriots to win the AFC East. I feel like that's already done. (laughs) Buffalo and the Jets are complete and utter trash, and the Dolphins are two games back after the Patriots sucked and didn't have all their players Mm -hmm. to start the season. So I, I cannot understand this line. They're minus 485 at most places. What are they at my bookie? Let's find it at my bookie. But bet now is minus 300. I, if they allowed me to put $50,000 on this, I would. Minus 300 for the Patriots to win the division. That's, that's obs- crazy. That's obscene, yeah. that number. That's obscene. So that, And I went to the site to check that to make sure that was legit. So... Um, oh my I would god! My bookie, <laughs> my bookie. Marcus probably has him at like minus fifty thousand or something. yeah, like minus eight thousand. <laughs> right, I, but realistically, that's what it should be. I know Marcus sets some crazy lines on these things, you know, and you can take advantage of them. Like if you if you're a Giants fan, <laughs> right it is now, minus eight thousand right now. I'm not lying. <laughs> he has minus eight thousand on yes. the Patriots. He wants no smart. action on that. No that's action. That's smart. He wants no action on the Patriots, and he shouldn't. Which is why I'm telling you, even minus 485 elsewhere is a fucking pull. That's I will easily lay five to one on that, like easily. But if I can go get three to one, fucking yes, <laughs> every 000. dollar. Think about that. Minus eight thousand at my bookie. Uh, one of the funny ones too. Like if you look at the Giants, <laughs> this, this might be my favorite. Marcus does some crazy shit over there, and we're gonna try and get Marcus on the podcast one of these days. Um, if you look at the Giants all around. You know they're like plus sixteen thousand. You know I think I think he has him at like what is what is he have at like plus fifteen thousand plus fifteen thousand plus fifteen thousand. Yes, yeah. you <laughs> can bet the Giants right now plus yeah. fifteen thousand in a if division had- where the first place team could easily end eight and eight <laughs> plus fifteen thousand two dollars to win thirty grand. Go ahead. There you go, dollar and a dream. Uh, <laughs> NFC champs obviously looks pretty similar to the Super Bowl odds with the Rams plus one thirty to one fifty at most places. Uh, mini plus 700 is some interesting value there to win the NFC. Mm-hmm. I agree. We were high on them early in the year. Yep. They've come around. Still high Eagles on. plus 1,200 now with Tate, too. That's an interesting one if you want to take a stab. Green Bay is. Here's where we talk about the line differences. Like, if you like the Packers, if you just watched that Rams game this week, and you, like me, understand that the Packers, when they're on, Aaron Rodgers could beat anyone, right? That defense actually looked very good in that big game. They're plus 900 at most spots. They're plus 1,600 at my bookie. 1,600 is a lot of wood to be given to be given Aaron Rodgers in that spot. So my bookie is 100 the play, 
100% the place mm-hmm. to go to put that bet in if you are a big big Packer fan or if you think they got a shot. Um, to go to the NFC, we talked about the Giants there. Uh, New Orleans, here's an interesting one. Five dimes is plus 245. What? For New Orleans to win the division? I think that's insane. You sure about that? Yeah, I think that's insane. It yeah. seems it's it almost looks like a misprint. It's gotta be. Where you see I, I, I can't get into five dimes because I don't have an account there, but I'm gonna Locked. I'm gonna start an account. But I see my plus two forty five at five dimes. I'm also seeing plus two forty five at sports bet. Um and then I see minus three forty five at bet now and minus three minus two eighty at my bookie. Um that's I want a piece of that. Well, listen, shit, if man. you can get plus money on that, get it because that bet's just every be dollar priced around minus three hundred. Every dollar, like I'm, I'm everything. Like keep in mind, this is a team that didn't have Ingram to start the season. Falcons and Bucks aren't catching them. It's really just a heads up with them versus the Panthers, in my yeah, opinion. Exactly. And they got a game lead on them already in this division, so you know that's they're going to square up twice. This is one of those weird situations where they backloaded the biggest rivalry in the division. The the Panthers and the the Saints play twice in the last three weeks, mm. so that's strange. So this whole division is going to come down to those last three weeks. So you know, a lot can change, a lot can happen. The Saints actually, you know what, Rob? I don't know if I'm loving this as much Ooh, as I did originally. Either. Listen I to this schedule. Their schedule, yeah. Rams next week at Bengals, Eagles, Falcons at Cowboys and Bucks. She'll give them a dub, and then at Panthers, Steelers. And Panthers, damn, that's brutal. That is absolutely yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to need the plus uh, money on that. I'm going to need the plus money. Uh, it's tough. They're I was going to say one, though, so. And they got they got Ingram back. You know, obviously they played without him for the first four weeks, and they're they still five hundred in those games. They lock up the division. I mean, right? you got to imagine that there's going to be a similar road for Carolina, though, right? Because that the, that division they're playing most of the same team, so. Uh, Carolina also has the Steelers. They're at the Lions. They got the Seahawks. They got the Saints twice, and they got the Falcons. Falcons. So it's pretty much up in the air. I'm just betting that Cam will choke it out. So, uh, so not as not as great as I initially thought. I'd probably still lay the two fifty on it if I had to, but I much prefer the plus money. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are a Falcons fan, if you think the Falcons can make a run in this division, they're plus eight ten everywhere. Marcus at my bookie has them at twenty two hundred. So you can get plus twenty two hundred. Um, on Atlanta. I don't like that bet. I don't like but, that. But um, here's the crazy one, okay? The Rams are minus 8,000 at my bookie. They're <laughs> minus 3,000 at bet now. NFC, to win their division, they're minus 415 at five dimes. Listen, Tommy, you got to open up a five dimes account, man. See if you <laughs> <get> <laughs> that's, I mean, it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Call them right now, Rob. Get a promo code before we go live. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's just crazy. That's just absolute insanity over there. There's no way the Rams aren't winning that division. They're eight and zero. The Seahawks are four and three, and the Seahawks have a gauntlet coming up: Chargers, Rams, Packers, Panthers are their next four games, and then they have the Vikings and Chiefs left after that. So that should be minus eight thousand by far. <laughs> minus eight thousand is basically telling all your customers, "Fuck off! I'm not taking." Yeah, fuck you, and me. that's what it should be. It should be fuck you. I'm not taking this. Here's an interesting one, Rob. I want your take on this. The NFC North is is pretty much up for grabs, right? We're looking at a division where, you know, you have a lot of good teams in it. You got a lot of hot and cold teams, Bears, Vikings, Packers, and Lions. There's not a bad team in the division, Mm-mm. all right? And you have four teams that, you know, still have some question marks. Packers defense, you know, Vikings inconsistency. 
Bears fucking in Trubisky, and then the Lions, obviously, with their... But the Lions are 3-4. and four. The first-place team is 4-3, and three, right? So they're not far out. They got talent. They just traded Tate now. Move Tate, yeah. So that's going to be pretty, you know, depressing. I don't know why they're they're selling at a point when they still have a shot at definitely making the playoffs and winning the division. But there is what appears to be tremendous line value in one spot. And guess which book it is? Five dimes. Five dimes. <laughs> Plus a thousand on bet now. What does Marcus have it over there? At my bookie. What is the uh the line over there? Oh, so it's plus a thousand on uh on most of these sites that I'm seeing. All right. And it's plus 750. The Lions are plus Right. That seems about right. Like, I feel like it should be like 700 to 1,000. Um, five Dimes has the them. Vikings walk that division. Five Dimes has them plus 4,250. I, I think Vikes lock it up. But 4,000, Rob? It's wild. You talk about line value. If that line should be plus 700 and you can get plus 4,300. I know it's different than getting line value in a game where one side has to win or lose the other. Like, this could just be a dead bet right now when you put it in. So it doesn't always make sense. But that's a big difference. That's like six times the line. So it anyone like listening. Print, doesn't it? What's up? So one of our users needs to tell us if, if they can actually get down on that. I'm really right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe Five Dimes is just putting it. But Five Dimes has been off on their spreads on the games, too. Yeah. A couple of points off, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So we don't know what the fuck they're doing over there. Um, we know they just had a big shakeup. Um, R.I.P. Tony, who was, you know, obviously passed away. But um, that's uh, that's just a big difference uh, over there. So those are some of the props we're looking at. Um, which you, what do you think is your biggest at all this shit we talked about? We know you're going to hedge Mahomes. What do you th- what would you say your biggest bet's going to be, Rob, at all these? Yeah, I mean, talking it through, I'm gonna I'm gonna double double down Saints. Um, uh, actually, I, I think that's my biggest play. I think I'm highest on the Saints right now. And I want to get money every which way I can on them, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna push for them to win the North, the South, and the Super Bowl. Okay, yeah, that's not bad. Mine's definitely gonna be just playing favorite chalk. Kansas City minus two fifty, minus one fifty, wherever I could find those numbers, they're out there. Um, and then and then New England, whatever I can get that at three hundred, five hundred, I don't care. I'll lay whatever fucking wood I have to on New England to win that division. That's not even gonna be a fucking. It's not even going to be fucking close. No, yeah. The Dolphins can end that the end this year under 500 mm-hmm. easily, easily end this year under 500. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at the Jets and Bills being the other two teams. So I that should be minus 10,000. That's fucking insane. That's that's absolutely ridiculous. So I'm I'm going to lay heavy chalk on those and just bang those as hard as I can. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this upcoming week here, Rob. So we looked back at last week. Uh, thought we did pretty good. Uh, we had Houston on the pod. Um, outside of the Rams blowing the teaser. You know, I had a great Sunday. Uh, you had a pretty good Sunday. We're, we're seeing a situation here with these upcoming games this week. Now, keep in mind, this is early on, so we wanted to focus a little more on props and stuff like that that you can get down on. But let's take a look at some of these games and kind of our early lean. We will mention here that Penny and Five Dimes, again, you're going to hear that name a lot, are way off market on a few of them. Last week, they were off market on four games by like a point and a half to two points. But right now, you have Kansas City sitting at minus 10, on five dimes and pennies minus eight and you have new orleans at a pick em on five dimes and rams are plus two pretty much everywhere else so what's your take on this what the fuck is going on in here why are these five dime lines so off everywhere i really don't know i can't figure it out i thought maybe they were hedging hedging against teasers or parlays um you know they're heavily a rec book meaning recreational betters you know, it's basically their market mm-hmm. so 
Um, but I, I, I really can't figure it out. I mean, last week, what was it? Three games was a point and a four. half for more. Four, were, four, four were a point and a half to two points. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what my read is on it. I'm just scanning the board here now. And uh, you're right. I mean, they're off market again on a few games. And they're not juicing. Like, my what, what I said to you earlier was, were they juicing – you know, juicing minus right. 125 or something. And like what, what that means for, for those of you that are newer to gambling. So basically, you know, you could buy half points. You could buy full points. You could buy up to two or three points on most books. So sometimes it looks deceiving, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. minus 10, minus 110 on one book and then minus nine, minus 130 on another book. Like that's the same line because you could buy the minus 10, minus 110. You could just buy a full point and pay 20 cents and get it at minus nine, minus 130. So it's not that situation. Like they're literally like juiced off. Even after the juice, they're still a point, point and a half on some of right, these games. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So that's the point that you'll see me do that in my article a lot too. If I buy the point, I'll just lay the extra juice um, that we should go there for the casual betters. Also too, you should look at DraftKings. DraftKings uh, has some of these odd boosters and it seems like every week the odds boosters have been uh, one of the, one of the bets that I was interested in where they'll give you plus 600 instead of plus 450 on a certain game. It's like they do one or two games like that just for fun each week. Uh, you can only get a little bit down on them, but mm-hmm. for those of you small bettors can check it out. So uh, what are you looking at early in this week, Rob? What's what's jumping off the page? What are you what are you kind of glancing at here? Uh, I'm looking at a lot of evenly split money. I mean, I know it's early. You know, last week we saw all the totals and everything were bet like 90% mm-hmm. uh, money. And by the way, I wonder, did because did, I told everybody just bet the under and, and, and go home on all the games because they were so publicly have, uh, bet uh, to the over. I don't know if that cashed or not. Right. I don't know either. It's uh, I need to We need to check that we for sure. We need to check that. But most of the games I'm looking at pretty split action. Um, I've got... Um, Quite a bit of interest, though, in this Green Bay-New England game. Uh, I'm interested in Green Bay on this. I mean, I, I, I really am. I think I think they're in a good spot there. What do you think? Um, yeah, I, I like getting the points there. Um, Me too. People are, people are going to look at what went on with the, the Patriots against the Bills yesterday, and Brady was fixing that game. <laughs> like, you know I'm conspiracy <laughs> G. All right, so you know, I'll, I'm gonna once football season ends and we got more time to just rift and kill time on this thing for a few months where we don't have to get to plays and picks and stuff. I'll give you guys some of my takes and insight and even some firsthand accounts on how I know games are fixed consistently. But it's more college and NBA than it is the NFL. But I mean, that game looked to everything like Brady was on the take on that fucking game because he would do exactly what you do when you fix a game. He would drive downfield and then fucking fuck it up inside the red zone. You know, so it's not too obvious, but you're making sure not to get the points on the board. Uh, some Why of those would passes, Tom fucking Brady fix a football game? I don't know. I don't, you don't know. Listen, it, uh, again, there's probably a fucking 10% chance. In your, mind, there's a, in, your mind, in your mind, there's a 0.0% chance. But listen, I, I identify this stuff early. I stand by my conspiracy theorist mindset, and I was not the only one who was thinking it, and it was kept happening on five-yard passes, throwing balls, Three feet, three feet below them. It just coincidentally, they scored to get up 12. And on the two-point conversion, he threw it directly into the chest of the defender um, on that play after they ran it down. So a little, little interesting there also, but I was screaming it since the second quarter. But Packers plus five and a half, yeah. I mean, you know me, I'm not afraid to buy points. Um, and anyone who wants to fucking talk shit on me for buying points, 40 units, motherfucker. Suck my dick, right? So I'm not afraid to lay 130, 140 You're on You're going to buy things. a point and a half? No, I want to see if it gets up. 
I want to see if it creeps up to six, six and a half. Okay. Um, if it gets up to six, six and a half, I will buy to get on that seven. I don't give a fuck. I'll lay one thirty on it. Um, but yeah, I like it. I think the money lines in play there too, Rob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally plus, agree. Totally sitting agree on plus two hundred. Yeah. What about that total fifty six mm-hmm. and a half? Fifty six and a half. I mean, uh, let me open my model here real quick. I just had it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be at fifty six, so I don't really have a play on the total. Pretty much on market, All right? Yeah. Thursday night game. We should touch on that because that's the mm-hmm. next game that's coming up tomorrow. Uh, great, great, fantastic game here. Two teams that want to lose: San Francisco 49ers and the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Um, I mean, fuck, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> we said this last week, Tommy. You can't bet the Raiders right now. You can't. You can't do anything with the Raiders right now, man. I mean, uh, they're, they're tanking. Fucking terrible. I don't. I know, and they looked good this week too. That's the crazy thing. They actually were putting putting some shit together, and then. But when do teams tank in the NBA? In the fourth quarter, yeah. right? That's when you. So that's what kind of happened, right? They were live, and then they fell apart. But they didn't look like a tanking team this week for the first time. But again, we know they are. Gruden has already hinted in every way that he physically can that he's focused on getting his guys in, and draft picks are going to be critically important in that. But San Francisco and Forty ers money line minus one fifty. It's probably going to be my play possibly on that Thursday game. I'll let you guys know in the article at guruleet.com. Uh, might be playing a teaser here towards the under on this one. But uh, are you going to have any action, you think? I on am this right one? on market with this game. I agree with the spread and the total. It's pretty ugly. It's I have to bet it just because I have to bet because I'm degenerate. But um, that that's a pretty ugly game. Some of the other big games for the weekend, obviously the Rams and the Saints. Uh, this one is – are you shocked that the Rams are underdogs everywhere? What is your? What do you yeah. have this line? At? Well, I mean, I was just touting how how high I am on the Saints. Right. Um, I actually. Uh, why don't I just give a quick play for everyone? Uh, I'm betting Saints this week. Um, right. We could have assumed that. I, I <laughs> at minus three um, is my number, so I, I'm on the Saints. Okay, I am actually on the Rams. Oh wow. Okay. As of now, yeah, I'm on the Rams. I. Uh, I think last week was a little more of an aberration than it was, you know, teams figuring out the Rams, but I, I still am on the Rams. I still think there's a chance they go undefeated throughout this whole season. So this so, is uh, one of those, Tommy. So it's plus two. So you're but just I think bet this line's going to go up. I think this line's going to go up. Um, I think Saint Money is going to be coming in on Saint this Saint Money's going to come in. Yep. Yeah, because I think all the sharps are realizing that this is this is a sharp bet, right? Like no one wants the no one wants to bet against the Rams. So, you know, we got value here. We're staying under the three. You know, it's a good spot for the Saints. I think this thing flirts up to two and a half, um, if I had to guess. I don't think it'll get to three. But if this thing gets to two and a half, I'll push it to three on the buy. Of course. So I'm trying to get uh, the Packers up to seven. I'm trying to get the, uh, the Rams. Won't tease it, though. That's one thing I won't do. I won't tease this thing no matter where it's at, simply because this game could be a shootout, and I think the Saints could beat them by 10, 15 points. Like, I could see that happening, right? So I think the Rams either win or they might get the wood taken to them a tiny bit. So don't hate that. Um, Let's do one or two others here, Rob, for this week. For survivor purposes, this is not the easiest survivor week. So if you've already used the Chiefs and if you've already used the Bears, where are you going on Survivor? This I don't week? know. Right, right now, I'll tell you where I'm going. And I'm heading over to Guru Elite and trying to see what the Cheetah Tools has to say uh, <laughs> about the the Cheetah Survivor Tool and see if he has it updated yet for the week. Uh, he might not have it updated yet. It's pretty early. I'm gonna uh, say I'm gonna burn the Bears. 
right? Because I haven't used them yet. Yeah. That'll probably be my survivor play in the article. I'm pretty much certain I'm locking that in. Um, but I mean, if you're not, you, you, I'm assuming you haven't used the cheat. You've already used the Chiefs. I haven't. But I don't think I'm going to waste it this week. I think I'm going to go all in Bears, possibly. Cheetah has the Bears at 72% this week, so you can't go. What does he have the Chiefs at? Uh, Let's see here. KC, 68%. So, yeah. I mean, I'd rather save the Chiefs for a bullet when I need it down the line. Burn the Bears if I haven't already. But let's say there's people out there listening already have. Kind of scary taking the Panthers versus Fitzpatrick over there. Yeah, very scary. You know, we just watched what happened. Kind of scary taking New England against the Green Bay Packers and going against Rodgers. Kind of scary taking the Cowboys ever, right? Even if they're six-and-a-half-point favorites. Every other line is three or less, pretty much. Yeah, Cheetah likes Denver this week. Let me see. What's the Denver spread? Two-and-a-half. Two-and-a-half. Yeah, he's got Denver at uh, about a 52% win rate. Well, I mean, they also – that was also before the Demarius Thomas trade. So Ah, good point. And he went to the team that they're playing. So upgrade for the Texans, downgrade for the Broncos. Yeah on that one but um i think the broncos still win that game um that's in jets dolphins that's going to be a little bit of a shit show over there but um i don't know rob i think i think i'm just going to lock in the the bears but with the on that fitzpatrick front this is something i was screaming from mountaintop me and jeff will probably talk about it throughout the week um one of the most disgraceful benchings in the history of sports um i'll actually put it in the same category as tebow getting run out of the league and you could you know, those of you who feel like Kaepernick was run out of the league, it's right up there with that, with Fitzpatrick getting benched. That was the biggest disgrace I've ever seen in my life. And I think it's not hindsight because I was screaming it when it happened. Um, getting called racist by everyone, of course, on Twitter when I said there's no way you can bench Fitzpatrick for Jameis. And now that I'm saying, see, I told you so, uh, I'm still getting called racist because God forbid... I have a take on a white player and a black player being involved. You have to be a white supremacist if you feel the white player is better. That's just welcome to 2018 social media. But, I mean, this dude, Rob, and we know this, but one of the most epic comebacks I've ever seen in my life. This is like Rodgers earlier in the year on that that nationally Mm -hmm. televised game. Like, took a team that was down 18 points and just fucking marched, threw for 200 yards in like a quarter and a half, brought him back, hit the two-point conversion, got him tied, got him locked in. They were dead in the water. When Fitzpatrick got benched, he'd thrown for 400 yards in three straight games. He beat the Saints in New Orleans. He beat the Eagles, this reigning Super Bowl champions, and he lost 30-27 to to Pittsburgh with one of the shittiest teams in the NFL. We see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense now and how they're a high school defense. So... To beat the Saints and beat the Eagles and then be right in the game with the Steelers and then get benched for this fucktard Jameis Winston because you threw an interception and had a bad half against the Bears. One of the most disgraceful things I've ever seen in my life, and I'm so happy to see him back in the saddle and Fitzmagic should be captaining this team for the rest of the season. Not happy about it for my under bet on the Bucks, but... Um, what's your take on this all Fitzmagic well, situation? You know, a lot of times a head coach will just decide that this is our guy. And so they you know, they're going to stick with their guy no matter what happens. And so, uh, you know, if he had made up his mind that Winston was his guy, it would make sense that he was going to put him back in, uh, no matter what Fitzmagic did. Right. I mean, I think that's mm-hmm. one side of the argument. Right. And so while I agree with everything that you're saying, uh, regarding that, um, I am happy to see Fitzmagic back on the field because 
he's an exciting guy to watch. I mean, when he right. came back in, that was a different pace. That was a different team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just, he's just a better quarterback. So I think Winston will stay on the bench moving forward. I can't imagine him coming back out as a starter. I, I am. I wish there was a prop. We got to get Marcus to put a prop up just for me. Um, Jameis Winston to have a legal situation over the next three weeks. Like, I think that's a lock that Jameis Winston is just going to melt down now and fucking get arrested for something, as he, <laughs> as he always does, as he's been doing since college. Crab legs. But, yeah, <laughs> crab legs. But uh, so, so that situation's pretty interesting over there with Fitzpatrick. Curious to see how this goes. Let's get to some of MLB Models tweets of the week. Of the so week. Uh, here we go, Rob. Let's go through some of these. All right. This is a shortened week for me, too. So I don't it's have a short week. Rob's, Rob's tweeting on a short week here. Tweeting on a short week. <laughs> so do I, let, let's see. Out for a walk in the park. Machado running to first. Oh, go find this picture. You probably saw it of him blowing a bubble as he's going the first. <laughs> Just chilling. You know, come on, man. It's the World Series. Fucking A, man. That pissed me off bad. And he's going to be a Yankee next year. He's quoted as saying, I'm not the guy that's going to hustle down the line and all this shit. Fuck you, man. Oh, God. I hope the Yankees don't get him. Beer, wine, whiskey. Is that okay? I never know. I don't know. What does that mean? And what's your take? Um, what does it mean? In that order? Or yeah, all in that three order, in one in night? That order, I would, yeah, in that order. Wait, are you ranking what's better? No, I was drinking. So I drank some beer, then I drank a glass of wine, then I added some whiskey. Oh, dude, you're talking about a dude who you've seen me drink. It's like a fucking roulette wheel. Like yeah, what, exactly. I just buy shots for everybody, and whatever they're drinking, I drink. So I'm mixing tequila and Jaeger and vodka and bourbon and fucking some girl order a fireball and then a lemon drop. and fuck, Yeah, dude. Oh, I was okay. totally fine. I would actually mix all three of them into one drink and try it, Rob. You would. The yes, Tommy that's what I would do. Um, next tweet from Rob. Yes, I'm good at everything. I really am. I think okay. I feel like I tweet this weekly. Uh, uh, go go yeah. see the pumpkins that I carved last night. That's that's what that's about. Oh, okay. I I'm did a dinosaur, an alien, and a Frankenstein. Did you use a stencil? Yes. So why are you fucking proud of that? It's hard, man. You got to fucking knife that shit and clean that shit. It's hard. Through a stencil? Well, you draw the stencil on and then you cut the... Holy Jesus, fuck. It's not as easy the as... Thing you, the things you think you do that are like impressive <laughs> just fucking boggle my mind. Next tweet. Just catches balls. Adam Thielen. My dog. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, next tweet. And keep in mind, I don't really follow Rob's Twitter during the week. You could tell that I don't favorite many of them. I don't comment many of them. Next tweet. Uh, I just go back before the show now. It's like my favorite thing. I intentionally ignore him so I can see these fresh. Pound this bitch. Pass. In the, in the middle of the Me Too movement, Rob, I don't know how safe that is to just have that sitting on your timeline in perpetuity. Pound this bitch. I would never refer to a woman that way. I think right. I was talking. Would about... you hang children though? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Fuck, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have no idea what this is in relation to. I really don't. <laughs> um, long day on my knees. It was. Did you see? I had these dirty ass. Yeah, you're jeans shitty. On. I'm. I know what this is in reference to, but I don't know what you were doing. So obviously, I came flying in with some anal play jokes that you were getting butt fucked in your garden. But no, was, what were you doing on your knees all day that your jeans are so dirty? I was landscaping. I was putting up this little rock thing, and I was on my knees all day. So I just felt the need to. You're rich. Yeah. Why don't you hire people to do that shit? I like it. I like to do oh, okay. it. Okay. Okay. You're an old man. That's true. Lollipop emoji in brain emoji. <laughs> the fuck is that? 
My my personal hero, Elon Musk, tweeted sub picture in brain. I don't even know what it was related to, so I just did candy lollipop in brain. Does that mean it was on my brain? I don't, Rob. Uh, you're asking me to explain your fucking tweets. Yes. No. You fucks. <laughs> it's pretty much just standing. Like you could just say that anywhere, or post that anywhere, and then you fucks. I think right. this was this was when the uh, uh, Red Sox won the World Series, though. Okay. Um, this I'm assuming maybe was about the Dodgers because it was about the same time. Man, fuck. Yeah, man, Dodgers. Fuck. Yeah, Dodgers did. Something. Man, fuck could also game. be a uh, very misinterpreted, Robert. Uh, yeah, it could be. Um, At least it didn't say fuck men. Sometimes I just put a word and then fuck, like you fuck man, man fuck. fuck. Yeah, you say you tweet like you're speaking. If we were sitting next to each other, like man fuck, correct. You know, but, but you just you just write man fuck. Yeah. That's how it reads, man fuck. Right. Um, I feel bad. People don't have this. George's original barbecue sauce. It's so <laughs> what good. What the fuck? It's is so it? good. Do you guys have this in Jersey where it's like the vinegar? Hot I don't know. I mean, I'm a big fan of barbecue and hot sauce. So I know, but do you I like it like it. thick, like ketchupy kind of sticky barbecue sauce? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm good with all of it. I'm good with okay. all of it. Yeah, I like thicker the thicker the better. This is like the thin. It's just vinegar with uh, hot pepper seeds. And stuff. I, I'm good with it. Like yeah. I'll try it. Like I'm more of a taste than texture guy on shit like this. It's awesome. Robert. It's good stuff. Yeah, I'm more of a taste than texture for sure. Um, so here's some news. It is actually four o'clock now. A tweet from Adam Schefter. Four o'clock came and went and still no sign of Le'Veon Bell. So mm. it's now official. He cannot and will not be traded this season. Can only play for Steelers. As a Steelers fan, Robert, what do you think they should do with him? I think they should punish him and just fucking run him out there every play. Put him on special teams. Fucking have him returning punts. Like just fucking make him a long snapper. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it. Grind I mean, this motherfucker in know, the ground. Uh, put it this way. If we start... If we get to the playoffs and we can make a run, give me all the Le'Veon Bell. Put him in the backfield. Put him in Connor. Put him in the slot. Like, let's go. But I totally agree. Like, this motherfucker needs some punishment in his life after all this shit. But I will take him back on the team. Don't get me wrong about that. Rams adding a little pop to the D-line. Uh, looks like Dante Fowler is actually going to the Rams mm-hmm. for a 2019 third-round pick and a 2020 fifth-round pick. That's per Adam Schefter. Um, that's interesting. Looks like the Ravens are trading a seventh round pick in 2020 to the Packers for Ty Montgomery. So that opens that's that this is interesting stuff that we'll talk about from a fantasy perspective, um, this week, but just trying to get that information out there to you guys that are listening now, maybe we're at work all day. Um, Brandon Marshall was released, uh, and now released former Seahawks wide receiver, Brandon Marshall absolutely wants to keep playing. So he's been released and he's looking for a home now. Probably chilling with Des Bryant when waiting for the phone to ring. And the Packers got a safety. Ha ha Dix is going to. Ha ha Clinton Dix. Yeah. One of the best names in all of fucking sports. Ha ha Clinton Dix. So, so Robert, that was a, that was a decent little Twitter storm for a short week. Yeah, I'm proud of it. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's okay. We'll, we'll allow it. So now what we'll do, let's pivot over. We're going to go to the Twitter questions. And we'll end on this note. Uh, those of you guys, we shoot the tweets out and ask you guys to ask us anything you want to ask on the pod. So we're going to run through these, uh, run through a bunch of them. Uh, Jim Viviano just puts the eggplant emoji. Thanks, Jim. That's awesome. Jim is Appreciate the it. head of the is he, I was going to say, he's the head of the yeah, – it looked familiar. That, all right, so talk to us about Jim. I need Jim – actually, Jim. Jim, I know you're listening to this. Speak to him. Yes. I good need radio. you to think of the name for the fan club because the bodies – I can't fucking have Kurt G having a name for his fan club and not me. Uh, so Jim, 
It's on you, man. Give me it's something. It's on you, Jim. Round up, round up the other two uh, MLB, <laughs> model, MLB model fans. <laughs> For our meetings, we only need this small little booth. That's- yeah. <laughs> There's like three of you guys in there. Rob's in a throne. <laughs> I really have to order 24 chicken wings. Yeah. You guys are all drinking canned wine, fucking fingering each other's asses. Oh, <laughs> Mud all over your knees. Fucking fucking hanging children sauce. in the back. <laughs> so, yeah, Jim, that's so is Jim officially your captain? Jim, right is now. He your, is the, he your capo? The he's the head. He's the head man. No, oh, at Jim Viviano captain of the nameless mlb model group so uh, we'll see what the bodies have to say about that uh so we got a tweet here from lineup sorcerer our boy reno are teasers more attractive later in the year when the lines may or may not be sharper um i think we disagree on this rob yeah i don't i mean the reason i'm teasing is just to get off of numbers so uh i I, i'm i you know i tease from week one on um so my opinion is not really, um, uh-huh. but I could see his point. I agree with him, actually. I, I, I don't know if I agree. I think, I think it's a sharp question. It is. Yes, I do, because I feel like we talked about it in the first four weeks, how Vegas was so off and Penny was so off and betters were so off. The first few weeks of any season, it's chaos, right? Like we said, like we're happy that Preston being 25 and 10 or whatever the fuck he is to start the NBA season is fucking absurd. You know, like you just want to be even. I was down after the first three weeks of NFL. Now I'm up 40 units. So it's like, yeah, I think the lines do get sharper and everyone knows more and everyone's more informed. So teasers do become more enticing. And me and Kevin have talked about it numerous times. I think the easiest betting in all of sports is teasing playoff football. Uh, The sharpest lines out there when there's only two games a week and all the money's flying in where those lines close. Those lines usually close pretty close to where the number ends up. So. Um, I think that's one of my favorites. So I, I do agree. Rob seems to be a little agnostic towards this here. Um, let's go to another question here. Can you touch on DFS possibly going away in New York? Did you hear about this, Rob? I followed it yesterday, and it looked pretty serious. And then I saw it, uh, somebody had a dissenting opinion, and it hit Cuomo's desk. Um, and then DraftKings and FanDuel paid some fines. It's really yeah. specific as I could be. It doesn't sound like... It doesn't seem to. I was really worried yesterday when I was talking to Cynthia about it, and now I'm kind of like not that worried about it at all. Um, I don't think it's going anywhere no, right I mean, now. I think you're fine. Plus, I think New York will come around fairly shortly to legalize sports gambling. Yeah. Um, and once that happens, it won't matter if DFS is considered gambling because it'll be legal. So I'm, I'm not worried about it right now. Um, and I run a DFS company, so I would be the first one to be worried about it. Uh, let's see here. Investment advice, Rob? Do you have any investment advice? I was long the VIX last week, and uh, I was long the VIX via, via calls. Uh, mm-hmm. And I did really well. had a nice run. I closed out Friday, and I am, I'm basically market neutral, so I don't have anything right now. I think we see some more volatility, though, moving forward mm-hmm. through these elections. Uh, yep. I don't know if people know this about us, Tommy, but we're both very active uh, stock market traders that have yes. both sort of worked in this arena before, so... Anytime we could have this conversation, guys, it's great. Yeah, and this is going to be a lot. Like I said, we're every all these other football podcasts turn to shit come January. They turn into pumpkins. We'll be popping out sex tips, Bitcoin tips, fucking stock market tips. We're not stopping when football stops. So you guys will all be coming over here if you're not here already. Dovetail into a question from Clive. He said, Tommy, what made you quit Wall Street? 
Um, that's a really good question, actually. Actually, you guys all know I worked on Wall Street for a long time. Uh, I was a day trader. I opened up a day trading school. I was teaching people how to day trade, started working for one of the largest day trading schools in the world. And that's what I did. I, I gave uh, day trading seminars and presentations and taught regular people, sometimes housewives, sometimes kids, sometimes, you know, CEOs that, that ran hedge funds and a lot of financial planners and guys like that uh, taught them how to trade. And it was fun. It was awesome. I did it basically my whole adult life was making, I think my worst year was like 400,000 a year, like was clocking, doing great. And I just got into DFS and this fantasy stuff. And it's, you know, a lot of the stuff we're going to be doing, as I said, January on giving you guys life advice and life questions. I just wasn't happy. You know, I, my passion was fantasy sports. My passion was radio. My passion was talking and teaching and, and being involved in sports. And I basically left, um, it was scary to leave a job where you're making, you know, $600,000 a year uh, to start your own company. But I started Guru Elite. So this is, this is basically what I left for. So this, you guys made me quit Wall Street. That's what it was. Best decision I ever made. And I'm going to give you guys a lot of life lessons uh, after the new year on what you guys could do to kind of achieve that. But I'm, I'm living the dream right now. I fucking talk into a microphone and, and play fantasy sports for a living. So can't, can't beat that. Um, let's see here, Rob. Another one. What's the secret to life, Rob? Adam Thrasher would like to know. Uh, Adam, thank you for this question. <laughs> I, I'm dying wanna, to know. I'm dying to know your answer on this. Let me get into my self-help voice. Adam, the secret to life is consistency in everything hmm. you do. Hmm. And a good That's night's it? sleep. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. A good night's sleep and consistency. I'm going to say no sleep and inconsistency is the secret to life for me. And that's why I sleep about four hours a night. And uh, I basically just take nothing but chances all the time. I think I would say the secret of life is outside of like sex, drugs and fucking sports. I would say the secret of life is what I just talked about doing what you love and pursuing your passion and really just being willing in the words of Colin Kaepernick, who's never sacrificed anything in his life um, to literally be willing to sacrifice everything. Um, I, I've had many situations in my life. One time where I had a job where I was young with a stock trading company that I didn't love, didn't like the way I was being treated there. Kind of the Pat McAfee syndrome where it was like, it was good. Everything's great, but they weren't treating me right. They didn't understand me and respect me. And I up and moved to California out of nowhere, Rob, over the mm. course of a week and a half. I woke up one morning, said, fuck this, um, called, called California, had no job when I was going out there, called a couple friends of mine out in California. And, uh, Within two months, I was the director of sales for the largest trading school in America. So, and I didn't even know how the fuck, what I was going to do for work, but I sacrificed a few hundred thousand dollars a year to go get the fuck out of here and just change shit up. So just don't get stagnant. That's the secret to life. Don't sit in purgatory. Don't be a drifter. Um, read Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich and read Napoleon Hill's Outwitting the Devil. Read those two books and it'll change your whole perspective on life. Uh, let's see. Political parties aside, we all like making money. Is there any good bets for Tuesday's elections? I am the I am the political betting model, uh, mm -hmm. and the and last, I'm the one who took money off the political political betting model. The last election, election uh, the presidential race, I had to rescind. I had to rescind my 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 trophy. I had to strip myself of all uh, and. You know, I had all my money on Hillary. And who did you hand it, it to? It, it was so bad, Tommy, that I was who so did you, Who sure. did you hand the trophy to? Tommy G. 
I swear to God, this is how, wait, this is a great story. This is how different Tommy and I are. Okay. Before the election, I went and I was out of the stock market. As soon as the the day of the election, I put all my money back in the stock market because I knew Hillary was going to (laughs) win. And what was I I doing? All the turmoil was because of Donald Trump. (laughs) I parlayed everything for a week with Hillary Clinton. So I literally had my entire worth, everything I had (laughs) on Hillary Clinton. Okay. And we all know what happened. Fortuitously, my stock portfolio rocketed through the air, not because of Hillary, but, right. you know, the opposite reason. And I would just cry on my because couch. Because of the, Trump. The night it happened. And I remember Tommy, Tommy G, uh, <laughs> you had like the you had like the opposite trade on, right? Yep, I was the conspiracy G. I'm like, he's winning this election. I was hammered. I hammered. I had like 10, 20 grand on Trump to win. And then I shorted the shit out of the stock market while it was going on. All the tweets were there, and then we bought the fucking bounce. Uh, we bought the bottom, almost the nut low on Twitter. You could actually go back and check all those. I think they're under hashtag Nostradamus. But uh, that's when I was giving out a lot of stock trades on Twitter, and we were just smashing with Bitcoin. And, and that, that election was one of my biggest stock trades ever. I think I made like forty grand um, the day of the election just being right on Trump. Uh, do you guys talk about Amari Cooper trade at all? If so, I missed it, but would be cool to hear your guys' opinions on it. Thanks for the feedback. I don't know if the thanks for the feedback was sarcastic because it was an hour after the tweet, but <laughs> the reason we ask you guys to tweet these, are, these are things we're going to cover on the pod, so I'm not going to answer them on Twitter, but I am going to answer your question right now, my good friend. So Henry611. Um, no, we didn't talk about it too much on this show. We talked about it a little bit on the on the DFS shows where it's more important, but just to put it in perspective, I think that's a fucking terrible trade. Honestly, you gave up a first round pick next year for a wide receiver, you know, who's struggled and who's had problems. So I don't think it's great. We'll see how it works out. It's going to depend on where that pick went. I wouldn't have done that. If you look here, I know these are expiring contracts that, you know, maybe won't have as much value, but then you're looking at Demarius Thomas going for a fourth round pick, Golden Tate going for a third round pick. So people will say, yeah, but their contracts are, are almost up. Well, would you rather have Golden Tate or Amari Cooper? Why didn't you just wait a couple weeks and you could have got Golden Tate for a third round pick instead of fucking Amari Cooper for a first? Or you could have got Demarius Thomas for a fourth. Like, it's not a matter of whether the Cooper trade ends up working out based on who gets drafted in that selection. It's a matter of you could have got Golden Tate or Demarius Thomas six days later for two rounds later in your picks. So that's my take on it. I think it was a terrible decision. It was yeah. great trade. Great trade for Gruden. Yeah, I love it because I hate the Cowboys. So, uh, you know. And where the fuck are the Cowboys going? Good for them. Like that's the thing. Like where are the Cowboys going this year? They're not fucking going anywhere. Cowboys are three and four. Why are you trading a first round pick for next year when you play in a conference with the Vikings, the Saints, and the Rams and the Eagles? Like and the Panthers. Like. You're like the 10th best team in the NFC right now. Yeah. Why are you going and fucking trading a first round pick when you probably could have got Amari Cooper for a fourth? I, I don't I don't I don't get that. So no, I hated that trade. But anyway, Robert, quick Halloween story and let's get the fuck out of here. You had a kidnapping story. Or, or something. <laughs> quick quick Halloween story. So I have no business camping, but I went camping with my one buddy, Brad, and uh we were, you know, out in the woods. We we were Drinking, getting high, whatever we were doing, whatever 18-year-old kids do, we were doing. Probably both. And, and we drove into town, and Brad got arrested. 
Mm. And uh, I don't remember the details around his arrest, or I won't share them on this podcast. But so he got arrested, but I was behind him coming out of this uh, restaurant. And so I saw it happening. So I ran into the woods, into rural Pennsylvania, middle of fucking nowhere, river delivery, like the whole just as rural as you could ever get. Right. So I'm drunk stoned mm-hmm. whatever it's midnight i'm stumbling through the woods i run through a fucking river like it's freezing cold it's pennsylvania in like october i'm right. freezing cold i'm stumbling around and i see this guy sitting like on the edge of the river and it's pitch black i'm in the woods Just a like, random dude the on the fuck? river in the woods yes a random dude on the river in the woods so i go up to him and he's crying he's like 45 years old. He's crying. Maybe not the right guy to go up to, Rob, who's crying in the middle of the woods. Probably Tommy, I was, about in, the, to I was in the middle of nowhere, right? So I go up to him. He's crying, drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels. I'll never forget it. He looks up at me. And I was like, uh, I'm lost. I'm like crying. I'm just fucking like, I cut off my foot. Like I was fucked up. Right. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll help you out, man. I get my tr- I get this motherfucker's truck. It had been parked like oh, up Jesus. a path. I get in his truck, right? This is like how every and horror movie starts. It hit me that I am going to die tonight. This guy and is this going was on to Halloween? murder me. It was like right around this time. Right. So maybe not on the day. But I'm like, this motherfucker's gonna murder me. So I made the decision. I was he was driving me back in the town. I was soaking wet, cold, whatever. I was like, buddy, can you pull over? He's like, huh, there's nothing here. I'm like, no, 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 pull over for me. He pulls over. I didn't just get out and say thank you. I fucking bailed out, like rolled, <laughs> take off running directly back into the woods, and I'm hiding under a bush, fucking soaking wet. Was he wet. creeping you out in the car? What made you jump out and run? He was still pounding the Jack Daniels, fucking smoking cigarettes, driving uh, down this country path, and I just I had the realization that I was going to die. How would you get home? I slept on the fucking ground. Oh I was freezing God. cold. I had nothing but a $5 bill. Keep in mind, you guys don't understand. This used to happen. I have a, a story, five stories similar to this, actually, that I'll tell you know in future podcasts. But we didn't have cell phones when we were 17, no. 18 years old. They didn't exist. So when you were lost, which I ended up in the woods a couple times, too, like you had no way to contact anyone. You were you were left for dead. None. If you didn't figure None. it out. So I'm laying there shivering. There's like fucking bears growling. There's all this shit going on, right? <laughs> so I got a cigarette lighter, two cigarettes, and a five dollar bill. And so I fucking I light my five on fire. This dumb I, fuck lights the only money he has. I pile <laughs> leaves around it. And I started a campfire and I slept on the goddamn ground. Until the next morning that I walked like 10 miles to a farmhouse and knocked on the door. I was like, can I use your phone? <laughs> you got to remind me to tell my stories. I have a bunch of stories like this. I got one that I don't even know if I could say on this podcast. <laughs> I got to see if the statute of limitations is passed. It was but, not great. Yeah, <laughs> no, but yeah, that's an interesting Halloween story there, Robert. <laughs> I was going to tell one about me just running naked, streaking through a party. On Halloween, but I'm not going to try and top that story. So I'm just going to I'm just going to let you mic drop on it. But right. uh, any final words here, my dude? No, guys. Thanks for having us early in the week, Tommy G. Appreciate yep. that. Yeah, appreciate you guys tuning in and uh, get over to GuruElite.com. As we said, gambling package, DFS packages, everything. Just go right to the site in the green join here button. You'll see the drop downs for all the different packages you can get involved in. All the details are there, and then you could always feel free to DM the house account at Guru Elite DFS. The bod, Kurt, manages the uh, the DMs. So if you want to give the bod a little shout out or just shoot shit with him, um, 
he'll it, you could drive him nuts through DMs. He gets pissed off when it's not just customer service <laughs> stuff. Because <laughs> everyone just asks him for football picks and can you ask Tommy this? So uh, try and keep it. Try and keep it the customer service shit. But uh, yeah, get over to GuruElite.com. Get signed up. Congratulations to Hefe and DC on another monster weeks, both six figures. And uh, that's pretty much it. So, uh, Robert, I will talk to you right after this show. But we will be back next week to talk about some Week 10. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Get over there for all our betting information this week. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. We out. We out, Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't, 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 ain't.